you're wrong. Fuck you, we're right. You have all made it to the dance. Cause believe me, this is the dance. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble. I am your host, Graham, and sitting in the corner to my left, he puts the extreme in Extreme Rules, it's Dan. I And sitting in the corner to my right, he puts the rules in Extreme Rules, it's Daryl. I've got deja vu, mate. Have right. you? Yeah. Uh, That'll be last time, won't it? See, <laughs> I, I figured a thing out, it's fine. Opening contest for this <laughs> he week, right? me, so... your boy. <laughs> Yeah, it's your boy, Dad. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, say it again. No, 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 carry on. No, we've started what I mean, this is the first time we're doing this. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got you got to maintain the fourth wall, mate. That's how it works. Okay. Are there walls in podcasts? Who knows? The, the opening contest for this week. Uh last weekend, twenty seven thousand people descended upon a stadium in Sheffield, which will remain nameless, for one match. I think it was like Kelly Brook against uh Errol Spence Jr. No, no relation to Rey Mysterio Jr. But Point is, what or if Lewis you, Spence? Eh? Louis Spence? Or Louis Spence? Well, we don't know. Like, I haven't corroborated that. Helped him so. his footwork. Oh, there you go. Get See? that deja vu as well. Out. <laughs> yeah. Same as it ever was. <laughs> a joke's funnier a second time round. <laughs> In a way. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like if you repeat them and ram them down people's throat, All right. like 1PW did. I don't know what you mean. See what I did there? Garlic bread. Oh. Like that. Garlic. Blue. Bread. Ray. You, you give away the... I do, I do not owe you money thing way too early because I had some material for later. Oh and... man, okay. Well, we we just do it again. Just yeah. keep doing it. Uh, do you know, this is what I'm saying. Jokes the key with jokes is for a period it becomes unfunny, but then if you keep doing it, it becomes really funny again. I've got it written right. down here. Jokes funnier if repeated. Okay. Excess. Anyway, point is, what match would you put on a card tomorrow to sell out that stadium or any stadium of a similar size in Sheffield? So my answer is it relates to the specific building that we're not going to mention where that thing happened. Yep. So their other hero is a man by the name of Sheen Bean. Sheen Bean? Sheen Bean, yes. Sheen Bean. Yep. He of dying in everything. Yeah. So who's like the baddest man in the world? Like, could kill anyone? Chael Sonnen? <laughs> I like, what, like... Chuck it, Norris. Who, who's leader of North Korea? Uh, Kim Jong-un. Yeah, but you've got to be able to hit people, so you can't like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Donald Trump's leader, leader well, of bloody... The general army, rule is, it's normally whoever the UFC heavyweight champion is, so Stipe Miocic I'll go for. Well, hold on. Because, like, all I'm saying is, uh, Chelsea like Sonnen was, <laughs> was two-division heavyweight champion. He's still undefeated, still undisputed. Exactly. <laughs> he won two okay, divisions. Okay, then. Chael Sonnen versus Sean Bean, and like everything, he always dies in the end. That, that's all right. I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. Sean Bean versus Chael P. Sonnen. Daryl, who are you I'd, going with? You'd even buy a ticket for that one. I, I, I'd i buy a ticket for Chelsea against Sean Bean. You've got to impress me. Come on. No, because I've bought a ticket to an event at a football stadium that you wanted to go to and saw a man take a shit on the centre <laughs> circle. <laughs> no right. Ken Shamrock and we had someone shit on a centre circle. Yeah, Ken and Shamrock no Professor was Green. To, Ken Shamrock was supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to tell the story now. Yeah, Why not? You it. don't get to give an answer. Right. Oh, well, you will. Uh, so we... We bought tickets, didn't we? We were the only ones who bought tickets, I think. Us and your mates. Yeah. We're the only ones who bought tickets for an MMA His fight in Doncaster. missed the MMA fight Missed well. most of the MMA stuff as well. Um, yeah, so it's an MMA fight in Doncaster. It was supposed to be Ken Shamrock against Ian Freeman. Yeah, Ian yeah. Freeman. Right, Ian the Ken machine. Sh- Ken Shamrock, as per usual, pulled out. Right. Okay. <laughs> that is his motto. 
So <laughs> always pull out. Always pull out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got arthritis, so, so it's hard to do. But anyway, um, just Ian Freeman beat someone else. Rico and, Rodriguez. Yeah, and it was supposed to also have a concert by Professor Green. So no one in Doncaster had uh, accounted for the possibility that it might rain. <laughs> also, Professor Green was performing at was it what summer summertime ball or something? He was he, performing somewhere else. He was performing it? somewhere better. Let's be honest, <laughs> performing somewhere better at the Liverpool Echo Arena, I think, <laughs> for some kind of concert, right? But they were assuring us, no, no, he's still coming, he's still coming, he's still coming. Um, a bit like George R. R. Martin. So during this quiet downtime, someone goes, "Well, fuck it, I'm going on pitch." Right <laughs> now, if you've ever seen a picture of Vader a football match, the the security's on him quite quickly, aren't they? Yeah. Well, there was a lot less security at this particular venue, and. A lot less. There were a lot more lax. Let's say maybe lax wasn't the best. Word he, to I use. would say he were fucking lax. Wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so to the point where he ran to the penalty spot of the Doncaster Rovers pitch and proceeded to take his shit <laughs> in the penalty spot, whilst the rest of the security guards slowly walked near him and went, "I'm not going. I'm not going to. Pick, I'm not going to touch him. It's just shot." So they carried him on running around. Eventually, Professor Green did arrive, but did an autograph signing. We didn't yeah, get because, a Professor Green. Concert. Well, that was the that was the best part about all of this. The cage was on the center, like in the center circle of the pitch. Yep. And there was no cover over it or anything. And then there was no fans actually on the pitch. We're all up in the stands. So it was when it started. And the concert was going to be in the cage. They took the cage walls down and had that as the stage. So it was going to be miles away from everyone in the middle of a field. <laughs> we saw the best band ever, though, didn't we? Oh yeah, Jay Meyer and all his mates did a fantastic cover of "You You Look Good on the Dance Floor" by some band. Yeah, yeah, it was. Fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Do you remember the little scrap that happened as well? Do you remember this? No. Right, so that, it was something kicked off, and then all security ran into one at bars. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, my sister were involved in that. She was involved in it. Yeah, well, she were working there. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and she, somebody, one of them. She got the change. She gave the change to somebody. Right. And they said that she didn't give right change because she's my sister. She went. I did. Uh-huh. I gave you a right change. And, uh, like brother, like sister. Yeah. And she proceeded to have an argument. And this woman started kicking off. Proper big time kicking off. So the manager pulled her to one side and just radioed for security. But security thought it were actually a big bar fight. So all of them shot to... <laughs> Oh, I do remember. I remember yeah. seeing them. Yeah. I've forgotten that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. didn't you text yeah. your sister saying like you're causing trouble? Yeah, and, and it, it turned out, out, yeah, turned out it was her. Yeah. Was, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It, and plus, there's always a fight at MMA events, big and small. I, like I've been several UFCs, and there's always some fight in the stands because yeah. they're all well armed and they, they all wear tap out. <laughs> yeah, they don't so fucking you... get get involved with me though, do they? No, of course they don't. They don't know what's going to happen. You've got double tap out there. Yeah. That's why tap or snap, isn't it? Obviously. All right, Daniel Bryan from the first episode of NXT. What's your answer anyway? Uh, it's um, Corpse of British Bulldog versus Dynamite Kid. Wait, in, case, like, you, in case you're wondering like how that's gonna work, is Harry Smith's got to dig his dad up <laughs> and then he's got to he's got to control him like a like a puppet. Are you basically are you suggesting robot wars? No, no, it's like it's like puppet puppet madness is what it is. Like so basically, puppet madness? Yeah, no, no, wait, wait, so he's a marionette and then the, <laughs> so David Boy Smith's a marionette, and then the carer um for Dynamite Kid controls him like sooty. So he puts his <laughs> hand up him. Is Matthew from Sutty going to be the ref? Or no, no, it's Orville. Orville. <laughs> Keith Harris is dead. <laughs> Keith Harris is doing fuck all. Wait, so it's just Orville's puppet just laying on the floor. Orville's standing him <laughs> up. He can fly. He sings about it. Can we, uh... No, he can't. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> he wears a nappy much like I imagine Dynamite Kid does. 
<laughs> it's all right because he were a mental like dickhead, so it's fine. <laughs> Dynamite Kid would probably lose that because he'd bring a weapon, but it won't be loaded. Can we bring? He just threaten uh, it will be at some point. Can we have interference from the Thunderbirds at any point? Don't drink <laughs> if you want. Excellent. Well, in that case, no. Da- I'm afraid Daryl wins with. He his- gets caught out by the uh, halftime orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> Robot slash. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> Robot slash pop. It was. Let's move on to right. So I know we've gone a little bit extreme there. We're talking about EC- if you didn't get my teaser on Twitter, we're talking about ECW One Night Stand this week. Um, it's basically pretty much 12, 12 years since it was on. And really? Yeah. I feel really old. Uh, you should, because it, it should make is you it, feel old. Right, I'm, this isn't a thing I'm doing. Is it really 12 years? Yeah. Genuinely, yeah. Fault me. Bad that, innit? Yeah. Yeah. We're old, aren't we? I want to die. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe sooner than later, if you keep having a go at Dynamite <laughs> Kid, because like, eventually he's going to get some ammo. Well, well eventually you'll be downhill and it'll just wheel towards <laughs> you. <laughs> Always run uphill when you're fighting Dynamite yeah. Kid. That's the High brilliant. ground. So, any other British wrestling legends we haven't slandered so far? Uh, uh, don't. I tell yeah, you what, he's, he's not dead yet, is he? No, no uh, wait. No, wait until he's dead. Kid. Uh, he's not dead. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, David Boy Smith is. We know that. Yeah. That's true. Right, wait until he's dead. Anyway, um, this is preferable to talking about Raw or SmackDown this week, yeah. frankly. like Even this filth that we're peddling <laughs> and trying to get people to listen to is better than... Actually, to be fair, Raw was fine until that This Is Your Life segment. Do you know the This Is Your Life segment? Yes. Um, do, you, do you remember the one they did with Mankind and Rock? Uh, yes, a little. Yes, that were a lot fucking better, weren't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Was all right, that one. Why weren't this one as good? Um, because these are never good. There was one that was good ever, and okay. it worked. And I don't know why it worked. Uh, Is it because it had Mankind and Rock in it? Uh, probably that. Yeah. Also, although Vince Russo would like you to believe it was him, so yeah, he wrote it according to Vince Russo. Okay, I'm sure. I've the... got a quote from Vince Russo. Oh, go on then. Uh, Phil, while I find it, because I want to get, I want to get it right. Speaking I don't, don't want to well, fucking the slander than undead. <laughs> the thing we were go- we were thinking of covering, and me and you both watched. Yeah. Think I forgot Vince Russo was still in TNA at that point. Oh, he's all over it. Mate. Yeah, we he's were gonna. Interestingly, though, right? So just for listeners' reference, it's also like a few years. I can't remember how many years since the first um, Impact. Uh, yeah, right. I'm, I'm talking now. <laughs> and uh, in that first Impact, Vince Russo calls TNA the land of opportunity. Yeah, Which does. they also call SmackDown. What so, was your favourite bit of Impact? Let's just do that very quickly. Uh, very, very quickly. Uh, Apart from the main event, because the main event was alright. I really like the adverts on the version Oh, the adverts with all the country singers. All the country singers were amazing. All my notes were about the country singers. <laughs> <laughs> I was so impressed by it. It's like, bit, this song, Big Black Train. Oh, Big Black Train. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> what about the song, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry about it. Yeah, that's crappy. There was one song called American Soldier. Yes, there was. Toby Keith, American Soldier. Toby Keith. <laughs> Several Toby Keith adverts. Yeah. It was like, that it felt like you've wasted an hour or two of your life. Not oh. really, because I really enjoyed those country music adverts. I, I level with you, I do. Yeah. 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 Anyway, you've got the quote from Vince Russo already. Yeah, so this is a quote from Vince Russo. You're going to get no context. You're just going to get... Can I do it Bro. in Vince Russo's voice, or will that add context? Um, if you just want to read it, yeah. I went to the movie theatre so I could get a glimpse of Amy Schumer's right breast. It was worth the money to me, bro. There you go. There you go. That's... He's probably the only person on Twitter who's not been a dickhead about getting a boob out in that film. What film? Uh, Snatched. There's a bit where like a boob's hanging out. <laughs> I haven't seen it and I've heard it's not a great film. But... One of any room. Mm. Isn't it a WWE film? Uh, they might be what, like 
one of these ones that they've jumped on and like, oh, we'll give you some money towards it. Some are like, I don't know, probably not. It'll probably be on Raw to promote it or something. I know they didn't do that. Way way too big a star for that. Yeah, well, probably. Um, Yeah, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins was alright, but I just don't care. Yeah. What's the point? Like, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna carry on with, like, I've seen that a lot. So, what's the point? I don't like that they're having Oak Shield rat fight each other and that. Why, do you want to see them all back together? Yeah. Under their leader, Roman Reigns. Are we really going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> do you think he's the leader? Yeah, well, obviously, he's the strongest one, isn't he? Back me up here, Dan. Right. Clearly, it's Dean Ambrose. No, I thought it was Seth Rollins. What? Fuck off. He's the architect. He created the groups. He's the de facto leader. Oh, well, you're both wrong, because Roman Reigns is the biggest, so... In a way... How groups always work, there's the smart guy, who's the kind of leader... There's the wild Roman card, Reigns. Dean Ambrose, and then there's the strong muscle, which is Roman Reigns. Which one am I? Um, You're the wild card. Let's move on. I don't stick a fucking piss. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that much of a wild card. You're just the normal wild card. You're a wild card. card, but with a shower. Cheers, mate. <laughs> um, Hannibal. Yeah. What? In uh, A-Team. Oh, Hannibal was the thank wild God. Card I thought A-team. you were saying he eats people. No. That's fine. Uh, I Smackdown, him face. Smackdown <laughs> wasn't much better. Um, they had... Can I not be Mr. T? No. No, because I'm pulling muscle. That's... No, don't let him. Right. <laughs> no, you don't know what I'm doing here, does he? <laughs> How do you not see this coming? Do you remember last week? <laughs> or any other week that he says words out of his mouth? Smackdown, they confirmed the uh, there's going to be a women's money in the bank match. Why? <laughs> a great way for women to injure themselves. Yeah, do you want it, to know It's good how, that there is, actually. Do you want to know how they decided that they were going to do that, though? They had, a, they had a five-way number one contenders match planned, and it just never happened. So they went, well, since it didn't happen, chuck them all in a ladder match, mate. <laughs> and this also leaves Naomi without an opponent. So basically, their card for the next show is a money in the bank match, a women's money in the bank match, Randy Orton against Jinder Mahal, <laughs> Uh, and the Usos against the New Day, and that—that's pretty much it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. We might get a uh, Nakamura Kevin Owens rematch because they're doing that singles match for the first time. Except they're both week. in the Money in the Bank match, mate. Are they? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's so. Yeah. I know we're not previewing. The Money I've in the been bank. paying attention. The Money well, in the Bank match, yeah. But you know, um, of all the participants being announced, uh, yes, I believe so. What we should do is assign some kind of show to each participant and whoever wins we do that show does that right. make sense so like if 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 um baron corbin wins we do oh, i don't know Jesus like fucking christ baron corbin show <laughs> well no we no we 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 say like oh we're going to review a certain we could do the baron corbin Wait, jeremy corbin power hour baron corbin wins because he's kind of got like the motorbike thing going for him we talk about the best of hog wild best of hog wild yeah, stuff, stuff yeah. like that. That's what I mean. Right, okay, so yeah. we, oh, okay, we put yeah. a theme for each one. Okay, let's. I tell you what. Next week, that's what we'll do. We'll uh, we'll come up with some things because next week we're going to do extreme rules. I imagine, and then if, yeah. if that's wank, we'll find something else to add on to that. But like, yeah. you know what I mean? Hopefully, it's wank enough that we can complain about it for long enough. Oh yeah, yeah. We we can always get a bit. <laughs> actually, of hopefully, it's good because it was nice this week to actually watch a show that I enjoyed thoroughly. Was what, that was that, that yeah, wrong? East, uh, ECW? Was that a SmackDown? No, it was ECW. That's all right then. Yeah, it's, yeah. It was SmackDown had one great moment: the Fashion Files Noir. Oh yeah, that's true. The Fashion Files Noir was actually pretty good. Breezango are the best thing in WWE right now. Well, like for me, genuinely, like they were my favorite match of the last pay per view, and they're just so entertaining. I really, genuinely love them right now. They are good. I don't know if I'd say they're the best thing in WWE, but then I suppose it's all levels in it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of other things are below them. Yeah, yeah like gender. So, yeah. Do you know they showed a video package of Jinder's celebration from last week? Why? Why not? 
Okay. That's it. That I, mean, I saw it last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but um, that's this week, isn't it? Different. Didn't that have anything for Jinder to do this week? Clearly nope. not. Uh, they had Randy Orton come out and say, oh, I'm, I'm going to take my belt back in my hometown. Because that always works out, Randy. Well done. Yeah, do, does he want to give JR a ring for tips, <laughs> tips on how shit goes in your own JR, town? I hear this is going to go really well. Uh, you might want to tell your mum and dad not to arrive there. <laughs> His dad's alive, right? Uh, he's done an hepatitis. I don't know if it... Yeah, I think that, he's still there. It's all right, though, Taker's not around there. anymore to beat shit out of him for it. Yeah, yeah I think he's done... Do you know last year's Extreme Rules, that was that Roman Reigns and AJ Styles match? That were good, that, wasn't it? Yeah, that were really good. We could have watched that instead. Never mind. I still enjoyed what we did. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy's on the poster for this one, and Matt Hardy. That is all. Right, we're going to do a very quick um, preview. Of yeah, I've got well. Why not? the card loaded, if that helps. Yeah, Lil. Uh, so the, uh, the main event is the five-way, which is Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. The winner will go on to face Brock Lesnar. Here's my question to you, Daryl. Right. Okay, I'm listening. You've explicitly said before, and I agree with you, that you really want to see a Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe match. Yeah. Right. Do you want Samoa Joe to win this, knowing that that would guarantee a Brock Lesnar against Samoa Joe match, but only a few months after Samoa Joe's been in the WWE? Yeah. You'd still... Yeah. Yeah, because it might not happen. This is my, this is my thinking, yeah. yeah. Actually, I sort of want him to win just for that reason and that reason alone. Yeah. I want Seth Rollins to win. What? Why? Are you for real? Because then it'll be Brock Lesnar battering Seth Rollins around and then that's done with and then he can go against Braun Strowman. It'll be yeah, interesting. Yeah, but if he doesn't win, then it's done with, is it? Because he's not going to fight him. Yeah, I but don't I, see Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is so shit. It's not going to be Roman Reigns because that's the match they're building to. Yeah, I agree with that. I yeah. don't want it to be Finn Balor because... Why? It'll be... It's different. Braun Strowman will be back soon and then it'll just be the one match and then it kind of kills him off as a challenger I do so appreciate while. what he's saying. Same with, sense, same with but... Samoa Joe and Bray Wyatt I could give two fucking shits about. Like, oh, I'd, I'd like... quite like to see... <laughs> I, right, as much as we slagged off that WrestleMania match, I'd like to see Brock Lesnar be forced to sell all the crickets projected in the ring. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I'm up for that, actually. I'm, I'm changing. I want, I want it to be Bray Wyatt. Go Bray. You'd be better off just projecting images of Cain Velasquez's face just to make him do his Go dance. Go Bray. Bra- all right, MMA. Uh, what about Alex Alistair Overeem? Yeah, he could. What about be- Mark Hunt, who he Alistair beat, beat. beat Mark Mark Hunt, didn't he? <laughs> Mark Hunt's a liar. If you watch the show, he's beat one somehow, and he's going to beat the other one as well. <laughs> uh, other matches that Miz, right? This Miz and Ambrose thing, extreme rules. Uh, if he gets DQ, he loses his title, right? They're not. They're going to address surely the fact that like. Um, fucking what's her name? Maurice. Maurice. Just smack him in the you face. You can't miss they? her. Yeah, like they do something about that, won't they? Like. Yeah. I have enough faith in them that they, they cannot be that stupid. But then they yeah. have been sometimes. It'd be right, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss against Bailey, that kind of stick in a pole match. On the pole matches are always good. <laughs> bad uh, time we brought them back. Especially be- between women. Um, it's not bad because they're women. It's bad because it's a bad match. Yeah. Hardy Boys against Sheamus and Cesaro in the steel cage. That should be alright. So Jeff Hardy's jumping off on off Matt it Hardy still does that little jog though, doesn't he? Like he can't... What do you mean? He can't... He does like... It looks like he shat himself. <laughs> You know what I mean? So how is he going to do a big cage match? I, I actually don't know what you mean. That he Have you look- never seen Matt Hardy come down the ramp? Yeah. Look at what he does. He does a little so jog. Why does like- that little jog mean he can't do a cage match? Because he can't like bump around in that. He could, could barely walk. He did all right at WrestleMania. He were on ladders mm. and shit. Uh, no? Uh, did he not, did he not uh, get the belts? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he climbed the ladder. Yeah, because Jeff Hardy did the big thing off the, yeah. off the ladder. Yeah, and he could just walk out the door, couldn't yeah. he, to win? Yeah. Yeah. I'm all for Matt Hardy. Yeah. I don't like all the broken stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think we should review it all yeah. again. No. I'd be right, you've snapped me out of it. Well done. No. 
Definitely not, because we, we don't have the copyright. You've got to buy it off of Anthem. <laughs> uh, Neville against Austin Aries. This was a really good angle on Raw, actually. I'll give them this much. Uh, Austin Aries tapped Neville out on Raw, and Neville was like, oh my god, how has he bloody done that? Because I don't think he's lost since like December. Yeah, he's... He's been on a bit of a tear. Yeah, so he's still, he'll still win, obviously, yeah. but like you know, it's still a decent little. Yeah. Angle. Did they actually address that he'd not lost, or did you just? They, figure they it brought out? it up a little bit, yeah, yeah, okay. um, and like he. Had... Oh, it's talking of raw. Yeah. What happened with that Corey Graves Kurt Angle thing? Oh, that was all right. Yeah. So there was a that bit was where a bit um, Kurt Angle got a, saw a text from Corey that Corey Graves got, um, and he was like, "Oh, this could really cause me bother or whatever." Do you think it's nudes? <laughs> no, oh. but I do think it's probably Stephanie McMahon. So. <laughs> I mean, but um, Stephanie nudes. Oh, that's no, oh. Um, no. It, it's from back now. in two thousand or two thousand one when they did that angle, and turns out they shot some photos. Don't talk over is slagging off of Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't because I don't think the listeners heard that. What I missed it as well. Yeah, I had my he's phone. Dead. Yeah. Play it back. He's dead. Yeah, no. But so you don't paint me as the bad guy. You can't send when, the nudes what? when you you, you you've just like basically accused him of being a paedophile. He's dead. Yeah, I know he is. I'm all for slacking off dead people, but you can't take the moral high ground in future. Graham is I what I'm saying to you. I didn't say when he took the photos, did I? That's not him. We're not having one of these a, arguments. Just again, a zoom lens. No, I'm not going to call you a cunt three times in a row because <laughs> we, we had complaints about that. That yeah. somebody said that we said cunt uh, three times in was ten that a seconds. I know oh, he, he liked that we said cunt yeah. um, three times in space of ten Which seconds. Four was that four now? No, I did it three times on purpose. Okay, that's like last week as well. It's like it's a new running joke. It's a little. Do you like the one PW one? I don't owe you money. It's like that. <laughs> if we say it enough times, it'll catch on. You can't do it for yourself. I do plenty of things for myself. Oh God, no! Move do, you, on. do you want to know Move what on. they are? Please. Um, what else? Uh, uh, Rich Swan and Sasha Banks in the. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, yeah, well, I'll tell you what. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that, that in a bit. Do, 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 the Great British Gumball. Oh, we're doing it now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, so do that news then. Yeah, let's link in. So okay. Sasha Banks and um, Rich Swan against Noam Dar and Alicia Fox. But Noam Dar is wrestling somewhere else. Where is he wrestling, Dan? He's coming back to ICW. He's coming back to ICW. Shug's house party night one. That's a real thing that's happening. Yeah, Bong. it's him and uh, it's him and Char Samuels versus Joe Coffey and Grado. Yeah, so a TNA contracted guy and a World of Sport contracted guy against a WWE. another World contract mm-hmm. world, and a WWE fella at Shug's house party. No, I'm Dar's team is going over. And, and yeah, it's not yeah, even obviously they are, of course they are. And it's not even like he's a WWE UK guy. He's a proper WWE main roster yeah, guy. It's really weird, isn't it? Yeah, oh, I wonder is there. Because usually they do stuff like this as a make good. So what what have they done to ICW that they've got to make good on? Is it something that we haven't found out about, or something that we never are gonna, something that we're never gonna find out about? I've no yeah, they're not going on the network anymore. Well, I think it's that. I don't think it's specifically that, but I think that's. I don't think they are. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, come out and it, say it's it been now. a while, and ICW spent a lot of money redoing a lot of entrance themes and everything as well, so it might be a make good on that. But I think pure speculation. Yeah, they're not going on the network because Vince has changed his mind again. Which huge surprise, and that's what it is. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, I'm done. It's coming, coming back to ICW. Yeah, it's really good. And also, they announced that Fear and Loathing, the commissioner, is going to be a big, sexy big Kevin sexy Nash. Kevin Nash, many buys. Kevin Nash. We're going then, yeah? No, no, no. Scotland, isn't it? Yeah. Plus, I actually can't by then. That's uh-huh. probably not a good idea <laughs> to bit, commit to that. Bit far, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Um, speaking of people who aren't going on the network, I'm lumping progress in that with that. Progress is super strong style 16. Now, 
just to clarify for anyone else who did what I did, 16 doesn't refer to the year, it refers to the number of people. Yeah, so there were 16 competitors, went down to one by night, day three. It's a three-day tournament, takes place over Bank Holiday weekend. Uh, the first day was all tournament matches. Travis Banks won. <laughs> Great stuff. Oh, it's already happened. Did you, did you not know? No, no, I knew. Cause okay, I no, yeah, I th- but like, no, I, did, I didn't I know actually, it already happened. No, it was yeah, yeah. last week. It was the Bank oh, Holiday. Right. It's yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So first day... Sorry, um, I couldn't resist cutting you off, but I thought for a second I'd spoiled it for you. (laughs) I was like, you've written it down here. What do you want me to do? (laughs) So the first day, Jeff Cobb, Mark Haskins, Travis Banks, Zach Sabre Jr., Jack Sexsmith, Tyler Bate, Flamita and Matt Riddle all went to food to next round. The Matt Riddle one was really good because Trent Seven cut a really long promo and then the bell rung and it took Matt Riddle six seconds for him to beat Trent Seven. Really? So yeah, he knocked him out in six seconds with a flying knee. And then, uh, so the angle now is people are all chanting... Trent Six Army. Uh, it's quite funny. And, he, and he's winning every match theory, since. Do you think that could have something to do with his WWE thingy and they don't want him in for an extended period of time with Matt I Riddle? think it's more that Trent Seven is the mouthpiece of British Strong Style and he's kind of like, he's the biggest dickhead of the group almost. And they make like, him out to be the weak one? In a little way, but then with what happened on the other two days, I think it's like a balancing act where it gives it, because British Strong Style have been pretty strong up until this point. Oh, so yeah. Strong. On day two, uh, we got Tyler Bay, Zach Sabre Jr., Matt Riddle, and Travis Banks all going through to the final day. We had a tag match that was Pete Dunn versus Trent Seven versus Pastor William Eve and David Starr, which Trent Seven got the win in it, rather than oh, okay, Pete Dunn right. getting the win. And then they crowned the first women, Progress Women's Champion in the main event when Tony Storm defeated Ginny and Laura DiMatteo. Right. Yeah, so that was, that was a pretty cool main event for them. Laura DiMatteo related to Roberto DiMatteo. No. Then what's the point? Uh, day three had... <laughs> Day three was uh, uh, some put-together matches. They did a uh, Wasteman challenge, which ended up as a massive multi-man match that for me to win. I've got a question. Yeah. Because you're a big British wrestling guy. Yeah. What is a Wasteman? I know what it is. It's not really a British wrestling thing. It's more I know like what a it is. grime thing. I know what a Wasteman is. It's like a rape badden. Yeah. Who like... Because he did it in like, um, someone... Who was it? Mark Andrews. Was yeah, that, that's, back that was this one, yeah. Mark Andrews, like... Uh, because it's like a little rap thing. And he's like, oh, Waste Man is someone who's a bit wank, but in rap form. And Mark Andrews is like, I'll answer your challenge. And it basically, it was something... Essentially, the end result with it is basically said to Roy Johnson, uh, WWE didn't call you back, did they? Well done. <laughs> <laughs> so skinny little Mark Askins going, oh, well done, body guy. Dickhead. What? So, yeah, um, a little fight. The final two semifinals happened. Travis Banks defeated Zack Sabre Jr. Tyler Bate defeated Matt Riddle. Uh, Kayla Ray defeated Kate Harvey to become the one contenders to progress winning champion. Uh, Trent Seven defeated Mark Haskins in a submission match. Which... Do you know during the women's wrestling match? Yeah. Do people chant women's wrestling? I don't. I, so I really hate that chant. I don't know, but there was a thing involving. Uh, so Katie Harvey made her progress debut last year and she wears a top that has one sleeve on and they chanted the entire match about how, all the chants about one sleeve. And she did a promo before that match saying about how. <sighs> You know, I'm a female wrestler, and all you did was make fun of my adverts. That's uh, make fun of my costume. That's not progress, and like made a big deal about it. So, of course, in the match, they just did all the same chants again. Bet they were ultras, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, Pete Dunn defeated Jeff Cobb to retain the Progress Championship, and then in the main event, Travis Banks defeated Tyler Bate to win Super Strong Style 16. So, and Travis Banks will challenge for the title at the Alexander Palace show in September. When are they coming back to Sheffield? It's a, they said they keep saying. It's coming. The news I'm is coming. I'm sick of that. They're doing a bloody, again, second reference, George R.R. R. Martin yeah. thing. I it's don't coming. know if that was on the non-recorded show. We'll never know <laughs> until we listen back on Sunday. Uh, yeah. 
So we talked about the insane championship wrestling, but we're going to talk about extreme championship wrestling. This is one night stand. We're going to talk about the first ever one night stand, 2005. After this. This is extreme. And, uh, we're talking about ECW One Night Stand from 2005. This was very odd at the time. Um, like they did an ECW reunion show in 2005, so four years after ECW closed. Uh, it sort of came a little bit out of nowhere. Rob Van Dam apparently had the idea for it and he was the one who went to Vince and then the sales of the Rise and Fall of ECW DVD was what caused them to do it. And it went on from there. Sort of gained a life of its own. This show, I mean, look, I'll start off with it. This show's cracking, right? Yeah. Great. Really enjoyed it. Um, even though I didn't watch a whole lot of ECW, I still very much enjoyed this show. ECW, when, when you watch it back now, it's very much one of those things you're like, Oh, I like some weird stuff when I was younger. <laughs> is that what we're calling? Is it one of the things that we're calling of its time? Yeah. As our excuse for how awful a lot it's of like things when, It's did, like but... whenever we watch anything from Attitude Era where we like, when we were kids, we were like, that's fucking awesome. And now you watch it back and you're like, yeah, yeah we, new we, generation were we, better. We were terrible people. Uh, yeah, all right. Okay. You're both doing your new generation thing as well. There's a whole podcast for that. You want to listen to that? Fuck off to I, them. I do listen to it. It's good. Don't. It's very good. Stop it. I don't. I should listen to it, though. It's no, like, don't. No, listen it. to this one. The Raw Grumble. It's I good. Did, I'm listening to it now. Good. Well done. It's live. <laughs> live. You get you get it live in a way because you're in it. Um, I, I've lost all train of thought. ECW, one night stand. So they, they built this up with the whole because they obviously didn't have a show to build it up with. So they basically built it up with the whole Bischoff bashing ECW thing and. Smackdown, I'm going to go to them a little bit, and that leads into the show later on. I remember a lot of people being sort of miffed about that at the time. They were like, oh, why are they bringing these people onto an ECW show? But actually, it sort of works out in a way. With yeah, Blue Media disagrees. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get there. So it starts off with Joe Styles in the ring, doing a little, oh my God, having a little cry. And he's like, oh, here's my broadcast partner for the evening. Mick Foley. Even, this was before we hated him, though. Yeah, but he ruins this show. Mick, well, he doesn't. Well, he, he does. Of rinse, course, he does. He does rinse Joey Styles for crying, though. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> um, he doesn't ruin the show, but he's bad on commentary, isn't he? Yeah, he's there, and there's no question about this in my own mind. He's there to basically rein Joey Styles in a little bit, isn't he? A little bit, but also, I think he was in one of his retirement phases at this point. So what, he, what gave it away was it the extra tire. Oh no, it's just the, the fact that he, he wasn't wrestling. Oh, I assume that they would have had him wrestling. Yeah, he was definitely in one of his retirement phases yeah. at this point. But um, was this the show where he proposed all his ideas that part of them got done the next year? Or uh, I've got an idea. Vince McMahon gets his ass bitten by Terry Funk. Why aren't you doing my idea? It was so good. So good that I stole it from an ECW angle I did years ago. I think hopefully one day we get to talk about 2006. One night stand. Maybe next year. Who knows? Or next week. Oh, no. Not doing it next week. Um, So, yeah, it starts off with that. And the first match is 
Uh, it's our favourite King Interesting Land Storm against uh, <laughs> the real Lionheart, Chris Jericho. You know, the one who uh, had his own idea for his name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he came up with that himself. Didn't borrow it off of anyone else and call it his proper name. I like how um, they're talking on commentary about how this is supposed to be Lance Storm's last match. But, like, he's had so many matches after this. Yeah. Wrestling retirement. Like, even Mr. Serious is, like, culpable. Was this before or after he had that match with Brian Danielson? Before. That yeah, was later this year. It probably was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he didn't even last, like, two months. It was, like, September 05, I think, when they did Lance Storm. But yeah, well, I mean... Yeah, you know, all his friends are dying around it. I mean, I say all his friends. He doesn't have a lot of friends. I mean, I say he doesn't have a lot of friends. He's got one. Who will that storm? Yeah, I mean, well, they well, would. Cons- one of them came down at the end of the show swinging a chair, but he would like. Oh, well, no, oh no, would, no, no, because he'd consider Lance they storm would a friend. consider him yeah. their friend, but he's not friends with them. Yeah, uh, Lance Storm, you know, didn't decided not to work the badge in this <laughs> match for some reason. <laughs> Dawn Marie was there though, so he could have worked the badge. Was she pregnant at this point? Uh, was this after that? I'm I not feel like sure. it was after that. She was released when she was pregnant and then she came back for this, I feel. Yeah, uh, I, can, I can't remember too yeah. well. I do remember in this match that she got a She's a Krakow chant really early on. Yeah, well, they're blogging that in and they all want to be ECW yeah. that. Um, they all want to be ECW. This was... I, you can give the, these fans a pass because this was meant to be ECW. That is true, actually. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. A, a lot of them were from the original ECW, I gather. Yeah, all the ones around the front row and stuff. Yeah, Vlad the super fan were there. I don't know these people. Do you not? I know uh, one of them. Well, who is it? Oh, fucking Green Lantern fan. You made the note. You've yeah, got to fall up on it now. Yeah, fuck him. Arsehole. Did he have his stopwatch on? Definitely. Probably. I'll, I'll Every that. time you saw a camera on him as well, he was trying to make sure he was like in camera shot and stuff and fuck him. Are fucking you, arsehole. I feel <laughs> now about that bloke with the green t-shirt with the sad face or the smiley face or whatever, as I assume you do about Green Lantern fan. Yep. Because that guy can go fuck. Uh, dodgy finish to the match I thought it was alright Lance Storm quite likes his dodgy finishes yeah Not. I'm not saying he uh, you know he doesn't it's not a sexual thing he uh, I mean I've made it that now but <laughs> no because I remember when he did a blog about 1PW I do not owe you money when he had the match with Doug Williams and he wanted to do a low blow or something to beat Doug Williams on the second night of whatever mm. couple of shows he was on and he changed his mind mid-match and told the ref no, he was going to lay down for dog, whatever. Oh, yeah, because um, he didn't want a job at first, did he? Yeah, he didn't want a job because he wanted to win at least once because he felt like that's what the fans wanted to see from Lance Storm. Uh, you know, for uh, one... To be honest, if I'd have gone to that show, I would have wanted to see Lance Storm win. Would, I would you want to Storm. see him winning when tagging with Andy Boy Simmons? No. Uh, who, who Lance Storm didn't remember the name of, by the way. <laughs> that's quite funny. Uh, yeah, this ma- but this match had a dodgy finish and they were like, oh, you don't want to end your last match on that. Well, good news, because it wasn't his last match because he had a load more. Didn't he have one last year? He's, he's had matches this year, he's, I think. He's still he's still wrestling, let's be honest. He's active in a way that no one really anticipated. Yeah. Pitbull Gary Wolf was there. He got to say one thing. They dressed him up and everything so he could introduce a video for a tribute for all the ECW wrestlers who passed away. He introduced it quite well, but yeah, that yeah. was like a, quite a long, sad tribute video. Um yeah, like I, I listed, I started listening to names and then got really depressed halfway through the list when you realise this was only four years after ECW finished, and there's already a lengthy list. I have you, got, have you got the list there? Yeah. Who is it? Rocco Rock, Terry Gordy, Mike Lockwood, Crash Holly, uh, Original Sheik, Mike L- Mike Lazansky, Pitbull, Anthony Duran, uh, Big Dick Dudley, and Chris Candido. Chris Candido had just died like a few weeks before. Yeah, this, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he was like, because they were chanting Candido during the first match, weren't he? Yeah. yeah. Was he involved with the Impact players somehow? Yeah, he was, he, he, well, he was Landstorm's tag partner for a long bit as That's well. That's what it was. I knew they had something like that. I couldn't remember specifically what it was, to be perfectly honest. But, uh, yeah. Um, would you like to know how many of these wrestlers are dead now? Uh, uh, we'll just read the card off and we'll... That's literally yeah. what I'm doing. Well, yeah. One, two, A lot of my notes three. are about one specific wrestler who's now died. Oh, three, yeah. three that were actually active participants... Um, that can count. Um, so actually, that's relatively speaking, that's not that bad. I imagine if we looked at people who were on the card, then it's probably much worse. The next match was uh, the three-way dance. Yeah, this was great. We've so, got Tracy Smothers, isn't it? Yes. Well, that's that was... the thing. Like, I thought if Tracy Smothers were there, everybody would have died. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a little, little joke. A little banter. Yeah. So that's... Yeah. Also, like, as I was watching this show, I was thinking about, like, because Tracy Smothers were out, I like, I uh, got to work a few shows with Tracy Smothers. Uh, my friend got to have his first match against him and all that. Who's your friend? Brammer. Uh, what? He might. Well, he was the manager and he got involved in the match. His first ever like thing in a match. He managed oh, right. number I, one well, Johnny Rose. Yeah, first, you said it, yeah. yeah. That don't count. It was I his mean, first match. It's like, good for him. Well, it's not a match, is it? He didn't have his first match with him. He didn't have a match. He had a spot with him in the corner where he had yeah. to choke him with a flag and Tracy's there going, actually choke me. Actually choke me. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Also, oh, I, I, oh <laughs> fucking hell! I've done shows with Guido as well. Yeah, uh, he's lovely. Yeah, big Guido and all his mates, uh, oh, yeah. the full full-blooded Italians, the FBI. Yeah, and then uh, Tajiri comes out with Mikey Ripwreck and Sinister Minister. Oh, Sinister Minister were awesome. <laughs> Sinister, yeah, uh, but Super Crazy wins. Yeah. doesn't doesn't come out with the other Mexicals. <laughs> so um, Super Crazy did a balcony dive in this match, <laughs> and he nearly it. missed. Yeah, he, and he they managed really to cut the up. angle very like. It was either very good editing and like getting the camera angles right, or they actually missed the landing, and well, missed him, missed the landing on the camera angle because they were too busy setting up the shot for him actually on the balcony. WWE uh, production, isn't it? Yeah, you know uh, what they're doing. Yeah, this was a really, really fun match. Yeah, cracking laugh, like short, enjoyable. They were a three-way dance, weren't it? So like yes. the elimination. Yeah, so Tajiri pinned little Guido. Yeah. Um, and then got pinned himself by Super Crazy. Yeah, but all of these were working for WWE at the time, weren't they? Tajiri might not have been actually. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure was Guido Sup- was working as Nonzio. Was Super? He definitely was. I think the Mexicals had started by had then. Had they? Or I, were they gonna? I thought no, they were you gonna. Right. I I might be wrong. Yeah. Maybe they all got hired off of this. Speaking of which, uh, speaking of Mexicals, uh, Mysterio, Rey Mysterio against Psychosis. Yeah, the old champ put your mask on him. No. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Ugly. He's an ugly fucker though. He isn't is he? ugly. Like, this don't might- come out with the mask on and take it off. Just. Don't come out with it. Oh no! Don't come out with it. Off. You know? Exactly. Like, because if you're thinking about disrespecting like Luchador heritage, Raymond, you're wrestling Rey Mysterio. We've all seen his face. Exactly. But he's wearing a mask. Yeah. So either uh, I like that Joey Styles was like, "Oh, he's doing it as a sign of respect." It's like the fans don't give a fuck, though, do they? Yeah. Like, put the mask back on. <laughs> well, bastard. This match as well, you got to see a Rey Mysterio you didn't necessarily see that much in WWE, and the fact that he actually worked like a lucha style match with a lot of his stuff. Uh, like, did you see like, in the match why stuff. he was doing that though? Because he looked knackered. Yeah, he did. It's like, fuck it, I remember why I don't do this anymore. <laughs> it, Where's the six one nine? It did remind me, like watching it, I was like, oh yeah, I can remember when he first like was in ECW and the old matches he had with Psychosis and stuff. Like they were really great. And then he did the six one nine at the end and got booed for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these <laughs> these are some entitled fans right here. You know what? Yeah. Like I know they were basically playing it to them. But these are some entitled fans right here. I would say if you're going to boo, boo the fact it comes down to boo yaka, boo yaka 619. Now, I 
Oh, you know, I think he did actually, because yeah. some of them, like like Jericho, for example, because basically on the network and on the DVD, a lot of them are edited. Jericho, I don't think came down to his music, even mm-hmm. though on the DVD did. Okay, I can't remember if the later R- participants. Ray did. had his like. I don't even know which music it is. It wasn't the full-on Booyaki Booyaki music. I think it was Who's That Jumping That's Out of the Sky? Yeah. Why I'm Stereo. Which is better than Booyaka 6 It is much better, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's D-O-D. one <laughs> glaring change with the music later on as well. Yes, yeah, well, obviously, yeah. I mean, we will get to that. But, that, I mean, that had to be be done just yeah. because of then. So then uh, Kurt Angle and all his mates come in, and all the, all the fans... <laughs> Tell Kurt Angle that he sucks dick. Oh, Kurt Angle's response is perfect, though. Your mother taught me how. <laughs> well done, mate. You still suck dick, though, don't you? <laughs> That's the glaring issue with that. I've got a note as well saying Joel Gertner is here, unlike at PCW, where he no-shows. What? He no-showed PCW in Bradford, I think it was. Never mind weekend. that. Why are PCW bringing Joel Gertner? He, he was over in the UK for like two weeks. He did like IPW and PCW in a few other shows. Was that the one in Bradford Fuck where knows. they had like 80 people? Yeah. What a great... Some people have money to fucking burn, aren't they? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, who would fly a commentator in? Or two. <laughs> or two commentators and a referee. It's Bryce Remsburg, though. <laughs> oh, oh, that's all right, then. Lincoln, don't try and excuse The only referee you could ever be excused for flying over is Earl Hebron and still had questioned why you're doing that. <laughs> you're damn right they did. <laughs> oh, I'm part of the show, said Earl Hebner on his own. Ill does you some beatbox? Yeah, but you, funnily enough, yeah. Do you want to buy this T-shirt that says that he does out of my car? <laughs> do you want to buy some official WB shirts? El Hebner was outside the house show the other week. Wasn't he? he was the one that sold you that John Cena shirt. Yeah, yeah. What a lad. He wasn't. It was his brother, Evil Dave? Now, which one was evil? Earl <laughs> was the Earl was the evil, evil twin. Dave, Dave was the regular yeah. one. Wrestling references. <laughs> Rob Van Dam comes out and does a promo. The poor bastard, right? He's like, I've got this great idea. We're going to do a pay per view. Brilliant. We're going to do it. Oh, broke my knee. Yeah, but a year later, it's all right, isn't it? Well, literally, like, if you imagine the second show was pretty much built entirely around that, wasn't it? Yeah. Which at least is some kind of recompense for the fact that you couldn't even perform on this one. Yeah, because at, at the time, I imagine, I imagine you were like proper good. Yeah, uh, he looks proper. Like... is. I don't blame him. Like, he must have been devastated because this is obviously his idea. Well, depending probably... on how much you believe his promo, he says that. It sucks more than missing Booker T's wedding, and I was like, "Well, have you missed his wedding, mate? Because you you had an operation on your knee. You can get fucking crutches over your suit and fucking get yourself." Also, if I'm Booker T, I'm sat there going, "Oh, cheers, mate! Yeah. I invited you to my wedding. You know, we used to be tag partners. We had that theme which joins our songs together. You know, yeah, we're mates." He also did the was it the first or second kind of shoot promo of the night where he was talking about it's nice to be able to talk on a microphone with with more words than just yeah and cool it's the first one right but yeah he, he complains about being yeah and cool but like i don't remember any great rob van damme promos do you yeah i, I my note literally says long promo it's good but long yeah like it went on this is why they it. script stuff for you rob because <laughs> you're not that good at promos well you're all right. He might it's be fine. involved with something that affects your short-term memory, so he loses track of things. He's all right, but like I just remember the Cena feud where like Cena was basically ripping him to bits, and that was like wank Cena back when he was a bit <laughs> wank. It was yeah. better, but he was like still a bit, you know. That's yeah. Eventually, they sent Rhino out to put a stop to it. Yeah. So who he... got a you got fired chant? Yeah, he did because it wasn't it wasn't long before this that he chucked that vase at his wife, wasn't it? <laughs> what? Was it? 
Do you not know this is why Rhino got sacked? No. Rhino had an argument with somebody at a WrestleMania party. I think it was at WrestleMania something. Um, he had an argument with his wife and then he broke a vase. I th- <laughs> For legal reasons, since Rhino is still alive and now hired by the company. Um, I don't know if he was throwing it at his wife, but I'm sure he got in an argument with his wife and he broke a vase at some hotel and that's why they sacked him. I didn't know he was Even if it's not true, it still yeah, sounds but, right. But the loving it, so. fans of ECW, one of their own as well. It's not <laughs> like, you know, a WWE. He's obviously wrestled for WWE. He was the final not, ECW champion yeah, until... He yeah. was there when the ship sank and uh, they're chanting, you got fired. Do you remember when he burned the ECW title on T- TNA TV? That was funny as fuck. It was definitely <laughs> the real one. Yeah. yeah. Definitely doesn't have that in his house. No, definitely not. Actually, didn't he have to send it back? I don't know. Well, he's a fucking moron if he did, because St- Scott Steiner's got the uh, original WCW belt, because when he was WCW champion, he got a replica made and, and he took the replica to the house shows. And then, and then when, when Hogan beat him for it, or whoever beat him for it, I assume it was Hogan, uh, he just gave gave him the replica one. Here you go. Why does this feel light, lighter, brother? Shut up. Stop racially abusing Booker T. Oh. Stop not out to your daughter. So we got the lights out here, and then we got Sabu. Sabu versus Rhino. This is fine. Rob Van Damme's driving partner. Sabu just lobbing himself. What? Yes, driving partner <laughs> indeed. Oh, it's all Rob Van Damme's fault. Let's never forget that, right? For as much as Rob Van Damme was equally responsible for bringing back and destroying ECW, it's all his fault. Yep, it's all his fault. Don't you know? Don't blame anyone else. Don't blame the fact that the first ECW and Sci-Fi was a bit wank because the second one was fine. Uh, it's all Rob Van Damme's fault. So just remember, he brought it back, but then he couldn't couldn't stop puffing a bit of ganja. So, so in this match, there was um, Sabu was very loudly calling spots. Was he? I don't know if he noticed. Is this that. still even on the network version? Yeah, that's like funny. yeah, like you can see him turn around and be like, "Do this next," and it just like every time I've done shows with ECW guys, they all have this problem because like, they're all deaf because they got swacked in the head with yeah. chairs. Like I like when the one PW did the extreme shows. Say I don't owe yeah. you money. Like, there was him, uh, Fiat, well, Sabu wasn't on this show, but he has this same problem, but then Nova and Sandman were the two fucking worst for it. Just yeah. very loudly. Sandman's shit. off his face permanently, so of course yeah. he was. <laughs> Sandman with Ulf Herman. You're Sandman pretty popular ha- here. You should be the face now, I'll be the ear. Sandman had a match in Macclesfield once. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because a promoter bought him in to have a match with him. In Macclesfield? Yeah, I think it was Macclesfield. Or it might have been, it was somewhere nearby. Anyway, he was on the uh, he was on the poster along with Kurt Angle, The Rock, Stone Cold, uh, Ric Flair, and one wrestler who did appear on the show, yeah. which was AJ Spitfire. I remember him. Do you remember, do you remember the promo? Like, I, I need to Fuck. find the poster. Up. I think I was there when he arranged that booking. You were there. I think I might have been because he, he definitely because I remember him chatting for ages with Sandman at one of the shows. Excellent. Like genuinely, I remember that. Um, <laughs> ju- just for the listeners, a- AJ Spitfire was a trainee at the old One PW Academy. I don't even know, um, and he he turned up to training in um, AJ Styles tights. Yep, I'm <laughs> still I, I'm still friends with him on Facebook. Just yeah, to, just to clarify, what? is yeah. he still wrestling? Uh, I don't think so. No, because I remember him winning a WCW World Tag Team Championship that was also I his world think title. He is. Yeah. I think he's. Uh, if he, he does, some if bets, he yeah. does, he doesn't post about it because I don't. I don't. He see came up to me at one of the shows, and I was like. I barely knew him. And he came up to me and was like, oh, I'm training people now. I was like, you're training people. You who I've seen at three training sessions are training. This is the problem with British wrestling. Right? He yeah. had a problem with PW Ring for a while. Yeah, he did, yeah. He, I think he was the one who like re- helped rebuild it. At a training session once, he 
came up to me and said, do you want... Because we were just fucking about, clearly, because there were no fucking rules. Shall we do a doomsday device? What? And I was like, uh, probably not. He went, well, I'll just lift you up on the shoulders. I went, well, definitely not. Because I've seen fucking Henry O'Godwin get a broken fucking neck. So uh, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, and he's trained. Yeah. Unlike all of AJ Spitfire's trainees. Yeah. He had a... When he opened his own um, training school, which is immediately funny anyway, <laughs> he... Uh, he had a shoot fight with one of his trainees and got tapped out in 13 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been from, because I remember when one PW did the, when Keith might had everyone do the shoot training. Possibly. And Donny Ball got choked out really quickly. Yeah, he put him against a guy that. who had jiu-jitsu experience. <laughs> he was on, uh, he was on, was it The Chase? Oh yeah, I read about that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch it. Did did right. Yeah. Yeah, Good on him. Affable chap. Yeah. He looks a bit like what the other, one of the Chase people. The Beast. He? Yeah. The one who's married to his cousin. What? Yeah, he's married to his cousin, that guy. Yeah. What? Right. Yes, let, let, let's stop the yeah, wrestling well, like, podcast. Let's do a chase podcast. Well, this is a wrestling podcast because he does some stuff with NGW. He's a wrestling fan. He goes to PCW and stuff as well. Which one is it? What's he called? Uh, I just know him as the Beast. Not Paul Sinner, is it? Paul Sinner? No, 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 not Paul Sinner. No. no. Okay. What's his uh, name? Right. Yeah, he's massive. There's not much more to this story. Surely you know who you're thinking of. Surely you just go to ITV Chase Wikipedia and there's only a few. I am. I'm doing it. Mark something. I can't remember. So. What, what do you mean he's married to his cousin? He's married to his cousin. That's That was the story that went around. So, he, he married hold on, is that the story that went around? Is that real? So just to clarify, your cousin is your one of your parents' siblings' children. Yeah? I'm trying to find... I'm going to talk to myself. Oh, the top, yeah, the top thing, yeah. I've typed in the beast, beast from the chase, and the top story is chase star, Mark the Beast Labbit, marries his marries girl half his age. And they're believed to be second cousins due to their father being thir- fathers being oh, first so cousins. Second cousins. So what's a second cousin? That's like your cousin's cousin or whatever. I think. Right. So, like uh, to be fair, I think if I uh, if if that is the if that is the um, relation, like your cousin's cousin, it's, it's far enough away that you're not going to get birth to away that If if they're like a solid eight, I would shag them. That's good at the best of. That's good. A child of one parent's first cousin. So it's a child of. So if you imagine, like, it'd be like your dad's cousin's kid. That's it, that's, that's exactly that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, but <laughs> they have to be an eight. Good on. Because you, you mix it gene pool up, like. Yeah, you don't want any mutant kids. Yeah, cousin cast. <laughs> then the raw people turn up. Uh, speaking of relatives that aren't really relatives, Edge and Christian are with Bischoff. So oh yeah, but. No mentions made to the fact that they're Edge and Christian because obviously it's Edge, separate and Edge, re- re- Christian re- and Tom. Recent, recently boned leader Edge as well, yeah. which they mentioned <laughs> several times, or yeah. at least recently revealed. Yeah, we know that they the, turn up. Don't the crowd chant "You fucked Matt" at some point, and then on commentary, Joey Styles goes, "Almost, <laughs> probably." <laughs> this is this before um, the next match, which is Chris Benoit versus Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, um, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it. Did you watch yeah, it? Yeah, I skipped it because no, I really started watching it. it. Yeah, all right. Let's, yeah, let's get that then. Um, plus, also, by my recollection, it weren't that good, wasn't it? Not that good. And also, didn't Eddie like play a heel for some reason? Yeah, well, he, he, I think he just turned heel because he had that uh, music with a ringtone at the start of That's it. That's right. Yeah, that. Yeah, music. and he he walked out, uh, and he weren't doing his like Eddie little shimmy. This stuff will that have been in the build up to like one of the best. Like ladder matches in WWE, like probably the second or third best ladder match, the one he had with Ray. Oh yeah, the one where he, he puts his kid up on the line. Where the fuck was Vicky, man? Which <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I was about to do. Uh, if you think that last one Wait, was awkward. At the, at the end of it, 
JBL gives them both a round of applause or gives at least Benoit a round yeah. of applause, then grabs um, Orlando Jordan, pulls him to the front because, <laughs> because JBL is the only one not wearing a SmackDown t-shirt, pulls him to the front and then sort of smacks his chest where the SmackDown logo is. So he's basically got brand supremacy there. I think he shouts, you make money with us. Right. I remember because I've, on the DVD, there's a, I didn't really want to mention this, but I sort of knew I'd have to at some point. There's a JBL alternate commentary. Right. Okay. Which, Here's a confession, right? When they announced that on the DVD, I wrote a complaint to the WWE saying that they shouldn't do that because he'd had a fight with the Blue Meaning. <laughs> yeah, that's a real thing. You fucking nerd. I know. It's 2005. <laughs> I was one of the worst, wasn't I? I was buying front row tickets to 1PW. What sort of person do you he think had a, He had an X Division title for a while. I did. All, All right. right. Okay. He's showing off. All right, Wrestle Cray. You're going to have a go about merchandise now. You've got a fucking beach ball here. Yeah. I'll throw it on my head <laughs> twice today. <laughs> He's <laughs> still going down next to him, so we, you can't throw it at him anymore. I I'm, bought it off, I'm sure I'll get it thrown at me later. I bought it off a of Parker, paid less than he paid for it, and I got my money back. It's all fine. I got rid of it once. Well, it was signed up. as well by a few people. It was signed by AJ Styles, and That's I think bad. by someone else, but it was in black, so you couldn't see it. <laughs> like I think it might have been like I don't think it was Christopher Daniels, but I wanted to get one it of the lesser known X Division stars. I want no. It, I wanted to get it signed by all who, three. Who do you consider one of the, the lesser known exhibition stars, Lynn? I'd love to hear this. <laughs> Michael, Michael Shane. I wanted to he get... He didn't play a Welshman. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Presented away. You, you can present a cat. <laughs> who was it that did something that reminded me of that recently? I said this to you. You I did, but I can't remember. Someone did something. Oh, if I can remember what reminded me of you can present a cat, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it back. Um, yeah, I wanted to get it signed by AJ Styles, Samojo, and Christopher Daniels, but the other two never came back, but AJ Styles did. Anyway, uh, next match, yeah, if you think talking about Benoit against Guerrero was awkward, here's Masato Tanaka against Mike Awesome. It's a shame he didn't succeed in taking his own life. I think it was caught out of the network version. It wasn't. Oh, it was on okay, there, because I, I was waiting then. so I could write down the exact quote. I was waiting for it, and then I missed it's it. It's definitely on the DVD, because yeah. I was going to watch the JBL commentary after... I'd watched the show properly and I didn't get around to it so I was I was watching on DVD. Well, I'm going to bring back the JBL commentary now because okay. in this match he spends about a good 10 minutes going that's my doorman. That's my that's my doorman. Masato Tanaka. So <laughs> is that racist? Yeah. I think it is. Uh I mean you're asking a racist He's... so let me think. I don't know what's racist about it. So maybe because I don't know what's racist about it that makes it racist. Um does he work in Bermuda at this point? Cuz like that would make it racist, wouldn't oh, it? Oh, maybe. Yeah. He's basically no. saying, oh, all the funny foreigns look the same. The yeah. fucker's still wrestling and he's still in really good shape. Yeah. Like, considering how many headshots and stuff he's taken, he's like perfectly fine. Oh, Masato Tanaka? Tanaka. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck, right? Yeah, he's Mate. just got like miracle genes or something. Um, so, anyway, yeah, JVL, carry on. That's my doorman. That's my, I swear to God, if you listen to it, it will drive you insane. But when also, he's on I'm pretty balcony- sure during this time he's making a lot of homophobic comments next to Orlando Jordan. During this match as well, he's continually referring to this match as this is a technical classic. This is like, and he's making fun of the match all the time. The amusing thing is, he's taking the piss out of it on that commentary. But when I was watching, I was like, he's enjoying this, you know, because on the main, on the main, it looks like he's really getting into it. Yeah, but what he's actually saying is going technical masterclass. He's trying to be sarcastic, sarcastic, but sarcasm doesn't work when people can't hear you, JBL. So at the time, this was my favorite match on the show. Yeah, and now I rewatch it, and I just like knowing what we know, like what happened to Mike Awesome and the fact that they're just wailing on each other's heads with chairs and all the stupid shit in it. I can't help but be like, oh, fuck's sake. Like, yeah, this is one of those things where you look back and you're like, yeah, ECW yeah. wasn't that great for some stuff, was it? 
Uh, yeah, not, a, not the best idea. I quite liked it. It was alright. Yeah, I still really like the match. But also, Mick like, Foley gets really sad at Joey Styles ripping on Mike Awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. The more the match goes on, he's like, oh, come on, Joey. Stop stop ripping on Mike Awesome. And Joey Styles is like, I wish he was dead. So, like, well, you got your wish. Wait two years. What <laughs> me. Uh, then Paul Heyman comes out. The, the little, Paul Heyman promo. Yeah. Uh, everyone knows this promo. Right. Uh, I love this promo, but Paul Heyman can't count. <laughs> yeah, like I, I pointed out to Becky, I went, watch for the reaction more than the, what he actually says. I had to explain to her the whole story before it. And then when he goes, Matt freaking Hardy, uh, two words, Matt freaking Hardy. Yeah, well done, mate. Edge does the, the spit take and then goes, that, he's, that's free. He's, he's absolutely <laughs> right to rip him for <laughs> yeah. it. I'm sorry, but if you're going to be that guy, don't you got to get it right. Don't be Matt Freak. <laughs> three words, pal. Bloody hell. Yeah, like the promo is good, but when he starts like doing the shooting on people and stuff, it's like, okay, yeah, we get it. JBL pretends not to be bothered, um, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm so. But actually, if someone said that to him on Twitter, he'd block him. So <laughs> he would, though, wouldn't he? Someone yeah. wouldn't even have to tag him in that to get blocked. By exactly, him. he searched for himself on Twitter. And like, All right, this person's yeah, no, I can't do. It. Rob Conway's there. Rob Conway. Yeah, the there. con man. Yeah, the con man. Just look at him. <laughs> I was. Just look, he was behind someone. That's all. He's such a sight to see. Also, Bischoff, the whole damn world just wants to be like him. Bischoff, right? I maintain that Bischoff nails being a heel on this as much as he ever has. Like, him being there was a masterstroke. Yeah. Because there's a straight away a focal point of hatred for everyone. And he's just, he's loving it. He's like stood there with a beer, just flagging off Haven. <laughs> the thing is, I think the difference between Bischoff and JBL, other than like JBL is a massive cunt, um, is that. I think JBL just didn't want to go, was for, sort of forced to go. Was drinking all the way through yeah, the show. Yeah, got pissed up and just fucking hated his life. <laughs> Whereas Eric Bischoff probably didn't really want to go, but once he were there, were professional and played the role of the heel. Because JBL would say, oh, I'm a villain and I play the role of a bad guy on TV. But let's put the blue meanest shit aside. Yep. Did you see him push and then kick Joel Gertner? Right, I might have done. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, like there's a way to work a push and work a kick, and there's a way to just push him over and like boot him in like his fucking arsehole, isn't there? Which is what he did yeah. with his fucking cowboy boot. That is pretty much what JBL does, though, isn't it? That's his thing. Yeah, he's a cunt. Yeah, he is a bit of a cunt. Uh, yeah, Bish- yeah, like I say, Bishop, Bishop. I think genuinely, once he, like you say, once he got there, he's bloody loving life. I yeah, think he's absolutely cracking. Plus, also. He knows who he's getting the beat down off of at the end, so he knows it's gonna be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like well, we'll get back to that in a minute. Um Yeah, so next up, I think this is the main event. Yep, after main this. Event yeah, time. yeah, so the main event. So it's a relatively short show. It's only two and a half hours. Yeah, that was probably great. helps it because I'm sick of shows that are like forty hours or even that feel like forty hours of late. Yeah, I mean if this were now, you'd have a one hour kickoff show. Oh, you would win. You'd have a one hour post show as well, wouldn't you? Oh, you probably would. It would be on your kickoff show. Um, Some one of the fuckers that were Joel Gertner. Yeah. CW uh, Anderson. CW, yeah, who's in the front row, by the way. Obviously, didn't invite him. I didn't see him. Yeah. He's, really? he's, for the Sandman entrance, he's in the front row. Fucking he, hell. He stood next to one of the ladies. Okay. So, yeah, this match uh, just becomes, for a little while, just becomes. It's one of those ECW highlight packages, but modern day, because you get run-ins from everybody. Uh, you get the Sandman's full entrance, which yeah, for he the came actual... out. Yeah, on the show he came out to enter Sandman, 
but they're not paying for like fees fee for that. So we yeah, get the really thing is that, um, Motorhead did a version of Enter Sandman, which WWE had the rights to for a while. Did they have the rights to it? Yeah, because I don't know if they did. I'm sure like, they I did. know ECW did, but I don't know if it was maybe a time thing. If it was because um, it, technically this is going to be a great spotty thing to bring up, but it's it's Lemmy and Zebrahead. What? But Zebrahead on the yeah seriously on the um on the CD it's listed Motorhead, but it actually it was Lemmy playing with a band called Zebrahead. Okay, the ska punk band Zebrahead. Yeah, Zebrahead. Generally, hundred percent serious. I don't understand. Well, anyway, that's not the point. The point of it is, I know which one you're talking about, but I think, I think it must have been a time thing. Did Lemmy forget the words halfway through? Is that why they didn't? Maybe I don't know, but he usually forgets the words to his own song. No, but everyone would know the words to Enter Sandman. Not, but yeah, they they released that on a CD and everything, but I don't know how that would work. Truthfully, I don't. Yeah. Um. Okay, sorry. I'm I'm looking up the thing. Like it's amazing to me that. That Ze- that band Zebrahead did a cover with Lemmy. Yeah, that's amazing. See, there you are. The more you know. Yeah, I actually uh, like Zebrahead. So this match has a whole bunch of run-ins before it even starts. Also, have we said what the match is? By the way, the Dudley's, oh, the Dudley's against Dream of Salmon. Now, if I remember rightly, on the network version, it's the old Dudley's theme, right? But I think at the time it or in the DVD, it's the Dudley's theme. I think at the time it was the worst theme music of all time. Tell me, sing it. Get off, get off, get off, drop the bomb yeah, chill, get off, get yeah. off, this is out of control. Do you not like that version? It's, I love it because it's so bad. I really like it's it. It's a terrible sounding song. Yeah. Only beaten narrowly by the TNA version, which is, <laughs> get off, get off, get off, watch out, you got to watch out before the bomb falls. <laughs> well done, TNA. Uh, yeah. Also, the, Weren't the Dudleys on the way out at this point? Yeah, they, they were in TNA about a year later. So Yeah, they'd been off WWE TV for ages. Yeah. And then they ended up in TNA for the first Spike Impact. Yeah. Uh, I've got hiccups, so you're going to have to cover. So yeah, uh, we got run-ins here from Tommy BWL. Dreamer, Tommy Dreamer came out. Oh yeah, well. Tommy Dreamer came out. Uh, him and Sandman drank beer from two women's cleavage, two which is like the, the least efficient way to drink beer. Because there's no way they're not. One of them was Electra off of ECW, who yeah. I assume did something dirty. Yeah. So yeah. Do you, know you say is, I don't? I don't think that they're trying to get as much beer in the mouth as possible. To be honest, when they're doing that, I think it's more like they're drinking it off of woman's cleavage. I think that's mm. what they're getting out of it. That's 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 your thing. Well, it's their thing. Yeah. Clearly, <laughs> I think it's clear that it is their thing. Yeah, I think I mean, you Tom, made it Tommy Jimmy's got a very understanding wife, considering she's sat backstage watching yeah, this but as well. He'll take both because he's hardcore. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a point there. Yeah. Uh, so we got run-ins from the BWO, Kid Cash, Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney. Kid Cash is a total non-stop arsehole. <laughs> what, yeah. That's what Joey Styles said on commentary. No, he said he's got total non-stop attitude. Did it? All right. Yeah. Do you know why? <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember why he said this? Right. And Kid Cash is a total non-stop arsehole, but anyway. Oh, no, he's going to fight me now. Um, I like how I remember that wrong, but I was I was far more right than I realised. <laughs> of course you were, yeah. Um, because Kid Cash was actually still working for TNA at this point. Yeah. And all the TNA talent weren't allowed to work. That's why Raven wasn't there and Shane Douglas and stuff. Um, <laughs> the, the motherfucking franchise, the franchise Dean Douglas. Shane Douglas. Now hit my fucking music. <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, a little point, on JBL's commentary version, they have that footage of Shane Douglas against Taz and JBL goes, oh yeah, Shane Douglas, he only looks tall because he's next to Taz. Taz is 5'3". <laughs> 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 I'll give him that. That's quite funny. Um... 
But all the TNA talent were told, look, we cannot allow you to work the show. You're under contract to us. You're not allowed. Apart from Kid Cash, who was just like, I'll do it anyway. I'll do what I like. <laughs> so his reward for that was, well done, Kid Cash. Here's a two-minute spot where you do a plancher, <laughs> and we miss it with the camera shot. And then you get to be in the pit bulls with Jamie Noble. <laughs> Worked all right for him. He, you know, he stopped beating com- commentators and cameramen for a little while. Camera so, women. Yeah, thanks to Axel Rotten and Balls Mahoney, we get some headshots with chairs, and then some more unprotected headshots with chairs. And they full swing full on as well. Yeah, they do. Depressing. And then in comes Lance Storm, uh, Balls Mahoney's best friend. Um, <laughs> just incredible with barbed wire. Lance Storm and Just Incredible brought barbed wire into the match. Like, yeah. In we come, and then Balls Mahoney says, Hey, it's my friend Lance Storm. He's like, oh, hello, acquaintance. <laughs> so then uh, Francine. Francine comes out as well low blows Tommy which brings out his wife Beulah who gets into a cat fight with her there's just a lot yeah. going on this is all before the match even like yeah. does it start or like I don't know if it ca- this cancels before the match starts or if this yeah. sort of cancels so, so the, the match is the match is going on while this is happening so the Dudleys are trying to fight Sandman and Dreamer but people keep interfering and stuff and yeah um, and then we finally get tables because the yep. finish kind of comes out of nowhere as well because there's all this shit going on then all of a sudden it's Dudley's get the tables out. Yeah, well, it's like how how could they not? You know, the finish. So how could the finish not come out of nowhere when so much mental stuff yeah. is going on? And then that brings out the final run in. Well, actually, no, not the final run in the night because uh, Spike Dudley comes out and says, "No, you can't use tables without fire." Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he- hello. I, you know, Spike Dudley was scheduled for s- surgery at that time. By the way, really, <laughs> there's an ECW bite this which is really interesting. I think it's still on YouTube. Someone put it back up recently, and. It's back when they used to do bite this, used to do the phone in segment, whatever else like that. Um, and they get given this script in this format, and it's he's, it's Paul Heyman and Tommy Dreamer, and they've not really been talking for a while, so they're sort of casual with each other, but they're shooting and stuff. It's quite interesting. Um, but on that, they mentioned that Spike Dudley was scheduled for surgery, and Stevie Richards was as well, but they both wanted to put it off because they wanted to be on the show. I've just remembered that in that. Inside story of ECW thing, which was really depressing. When Tommy Dream is like, "Yeah, Paul is my best friend." Yeah, yeah, it's that a was bit really soft. like <laughs> not the bleakest story in ECW, but pretty depressing. Pretty bloody bleak. So the Dudleys put Tommy Dreamer through a flaming table to get the win on what should have been the last ECW show, I guess. Well, I mean, it depends. Yeah. On what, well, like, yeah, the one the year after were all right. Yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. Forever Hardcore were all right as well. With Forever Hardcore, yeah, Hardcore, Forever Hardcore. Hardcore, Hardcore, Hardcore Home, no, Forever Hardcore was a documentary. Yeah. Hardcore, Hardcore Home was the one two days before this. Yeah, before it, because that's why Sabu got Shane loads of yeah. tape, piece of tape on him. Really? Did, okay. Didn't he do like a barbed wire match or something stupid? At that I don't show? remember. I know. I think Terry Funk was on it, weren't he? Yeah. Basically, anyone who was TNA contracted, I think, was on that one. Like, yeah, because Jeremy Borash had something to do with the documentary. Yeah, he was like he was involved with the whole thing. Yeah. Plus, he's, it's it, it's his good friend Jeremy Borash should stop. Uh, search Shane Douglas Thomas the Tank Engine on YouTube by the way if you read it if you if you have no idea what I'm talking about it is equally as charismatic as Shane Douglas thinks he is so uh, we get the final ECW alumni to make his run in now yeah Stone Cold Steve Austin that famous ECW alumni he, he was there for about three four months. shows yeah yeah it was it was very little time Jericho wasn't impact. there that long though no he wasn't there long either he, he still got, got yeah, a so it took Heyman ages to get him over from Japan yeah but still he weren't there that long yeah funny thing is if you looked at it from sort of a written on paper segment you'd be like 
bloody hell, there you are, WWE Classic, right? They bring in one of their blokes to just come and ruin it all at the end and they make it all about themselves. But actually, I don't know, for some reason it just seems fine. Yeah, it's because he, he weren't on the whole show, were he? So like, it was just a little bit at the end that had all the nostalgia stuff. And yeah. a lot of people credit ECW for Austin finally, like, finding his voice in a way because it weren't like he were cutting promos like that before ECW. Yeah. And ECW, he got on the mic and did his thing and be, and then that was the building towards Him and Stone Bongo where the big boys play with each other on yeah. <laughs> Um And then he sets up the whole Bischoff getting the fuck kicked out of him thing. He sets yeah. up Kurt Angle and Taz have a showdown, which is oh, yeah, quite that's, well... Yeah, that's that, the final run-in. <laughs> yeah, that's Taz comes out. Yeah, yeah. Kurt He's Angle. fatter than he was in ECW. <laughs> yep. And uh, in amongst this all, JBL goes, oh, there's a fat person. <laughs> Punch in the head! <laughs> yeah, so, Aus- so Austin... And challenges what, all the guys to come down yep. and all these to be rosters in the ring by this point having a beer bash and it leads to a brawl between all the crusaders can we just point out Crusade. how good the promo austin is by the way oh he's cracking isn't he yeah, yeah he's, he's like, not bad yeah he's like <laughs> he's just gonna count count down or i'm gonna cut there and whip, whip all of your asses is what he says <laughs> you believe it of course yeah you do. whereas like today it'd be like dolph Ziggler going oh uh, uh would you uh, come down i'm gonna have uh, a, come down uh, and have n- a five-star n- match 90 days <laughs> Come down and have a... I'm the best. I'm the show-off. Come down and have a good match with me. Do you remember when The Shield were running about? Because we spoke about Shield today. Yep. And Sheamus was a WWE champion. And he walked around the corner in the back, saw all three members of The Shield. Pissed or maybe it, ran away? Or maybe it was Nexus. One of the two. And he pissed him. I think it was the Nexus. Pants, yeah, yeah. And went, Cena! And ran off to get Cena's help. <laughs> right? If it was Austin, right, he would have fucking flagged them off. And attempted to beat the piss out of well, them. How many times I... back in like 97 did Austin attack the Heart Foundation by himself? Yeah. Like that was a thing he did continuously. And then DX as well. DX by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Austin was a badass and was brilliant. And when he counts down, I love the bit when he like he's counting down and uh, when they finally start walking out, he's goes, Oh, you lucky son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're lucky that they're coming into a ring full of fucking guys to beat him up rather than just Austin coming up and I dragging think them down. It, it shows how good makes him and Angle are as well because he just, yeah. he just he pretty much just rinsing piss out of Angle, isn't he? Throughout all of it <laughs> yeah. as well. I think, he, I think he starts by going, Kurt Angle, you mealy mouth bastard. Yeah. Which. <laughs> I don't think we've said bastard enough on this show. No, you're right. And I don't know what a mealy mouth bastard is, but... Doesn't matter. No. Wuss, innit? Yeah. Austin and he's like, great. I'm going to fight you. Just kidding. Taz is going to come out and fight you. Here's yeah. a fight. So you get the lads. big brawl and you get to see, like... You get to see Bubba Ray Dudley save JBL's life. Yeah, Bubba Ray... Like, like, let's not forget that. For as much as JBL paggers the fuck out of Blue Meanie, there's some people that want to kill JBL. Yeah. And Bubba Ray pulls him out and does a bit of a work punch. It's like, Bubba Ray saves JBL's life. Tracy Smothers some of these people, no, right? Like, some of these people have nothing to lose. Yeah. Let's yeah, not well, forget that. Tracy Smothers is like, he's, he's yeah. solid. Yeah. Yeah, Tracy Smothers got a lot of notoriety at the time because he really wanted to get a JBL. And if you ever mentioned JBL near him after that, he'd go mentally. Yeah. Yep. But um, is this because so, Justin Hawk Bradshaw once beat Freddie Joe Floyd on an episode <laughs> of Shotgun Saturday Night? Well, what happens is you can see those two working together and then he turns around and sees Meanie all busted up and Nova kind of goes, JBL did it. And Tracy turns back around. That's when Bubba kind of comes in and is like, right, you're working with me. Get out of the ring. Get, get, go, see you later. Tracy's going to kill you otherwise. He will kill you. <laughs> He's a mentalist. He did get smacked fucking hard in the face later on, JBL, for it. Like, <laughs> Did he? Yeah, do you remember that? They had that, they had that match with the BWO against... Um, oh, the Mexicals must have existed by now. You think? Right, basically, because... Here's the thing. They had that tr- handicap match with JBL against the BWO 
and Batista was involved and Steve Richards absolutely twats JBL with the hardest <laughs> chair shot you ever see. Steve Richards but then the after guy that the, the BWO hung around on Smackdown for about two weeks and had a, a six man with the Mexicals. Okay. That's all. Massively interesting I know. Yeah. So yeah that was and Yeah the end the ending images Eric Bischoff doused in piss and beer. <laughs> Maybe not actual piss but yeah. This was Cracking a, laugh. Yeah. yeah this was a great show. Yeah. And I can't believe it's 12 years ago that's mental. Yep, that's depressing. Uh, Are we going to review TNA Hardcore Justice 2010 next week then? No. no. It's a really good nostalgia show. Is it? Two Cold Scorpios on it. Oh, well, okay, that's I don't right. know if I've said that. Yeah, then, well, yeah. still, and you get, you get Tracy Smothers with mic time on that show as well. Tracy Smothers got mic time? Yeah, he got mic time because he, he, he does a dance-off. Oh, yeah. And he I does his I Everybody Dies line. Ju Did just for clarification purposes... Mexico's debuted, according to Wikipedia, on the 23rd of June, 2005. So, so it's literally after. a week after okay. this, then. Oh, there you go, then. Fair enough. There you go. What a great bunch of lads, the Mexicals. They'll do, me, do your garden for a fiver, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> I read a thing about the Mexicals that supposedly it was supposed to be a big parody of Mexican stereotypes, so they were doing that by doing all of them. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I understand it. Is that like when Crime Time were a parody like of Black Band? Yes. Yeah. So they did that by selling tickets illegally. Okay. In Sheffield. Yeah. That was Sheffield. Oh, yeah. So it was. I remember it was the first that. time. The yeah. first time they come was um, DX and crime time outside Sheffield. Yeah, just chilling. Sean Michael said he could speak jive. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> it's time to end another edition of the Royal Grumble. Next week, we're doing a recap of Extreme Rules. And if we can find something equally as interesting, we'll add something else to it as well. That is all. Uh, don't forget to go to facebook.com slash rollgrumble. The Dan on Japan, which I'm still referring to it as, is out now. The last episode uh, will have been out just before this one. There you go. So listen You're to You're going to debut some new music, aren't you? Turn no. Japanese. No, he's not no. going to bother. No. And then the show after that will be Dominion Preview in like a week or two. There you go. So that's all happening. Um, don't do you do that so we don't bong? I, I do it so I can just get through everything and I don't have to write articles. Oh, cool. I've got repetitive strain injury. I'm pussy. <laughs> Fighting people with chairs. Yeah. yeah. Smack. Ow. It's not wanking. Um, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks for... Don't forget to go to twitter.com slash rollgrumblepod. Uh, but send us... Oh, we got a review on iTunes. Oh, I can't remember your name, but thank you very much for your very kind review on iTunes. They specifically mentioned that they liked us, they liked that the three of us, and they thought that you were going to get us kicked off the air, Daryl. Oh, lovely. So thank what you for happened? your review on iTunes. Please keep doing that. Can you get kicked off the internet? Um, I don't know, but I'm trying. I think you're, you're, you're a good go. Uh, that's it. Say goodbye, Dan. Bye. Say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, everyone, and stay safe. <laughs>